This is episode 50 of the Rising Man podcast with Jedi Azuma. To thine own self be true. Happy holidays, seasons, greetings to all of my beautiful people out there. This is the Rising Man podcast, and I am your host and the creator of the show, Jedi Azuma. Really excited to be sitting here behind my microphone. Looking at my computer screen, imagining every one of you men, some of you women out there who've been listening, who are tuning in, who are going to hear these words. This is a very special episode today. Obviously, this isn't the typical interview protocol that we've had for other episodes. I'm going to be doing another solo episode today because this is episode 50, episode 50 of the Rising Man podcast. I'm just taking a moment to relish that. To, to celebrate and appreciate that because it's been quite a journey. It was just about a year ago that the idea for this podcast was born, was initiated. And here we are celebrating 50 episodes, 50 interviews, and over 25 Monday morning meditations. It's been a tremendous journey so far, just in this year. And I'm so excited for what the next year is going to bring. So this is a special one for me. And for all you guys out there who've been listening, who've been tuning in, who've been supporting, who are hearing the words and the message and the undertones in these episodes in this Rising Man project, I uh, really appreciate each and every one of you. So a lot more gratitude, a lot more reflection to come in this episode. Before I jump into that, I want to make sure that I keep reinforcing this opportunity that's coming up for you men out there especially for my West Coast-based men, but really men all over the world who want to make it happen, who want to circle up with a band of brothers and head out into the wilderness for three days together. The Elements Men's Initiation Weekend, our second one is coming up in January. It's going to be the weekend of January 18th to the 20th, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm telling you guys, it's an incredible, incredible experience. Circling up with men in the wilderness, tapping into our raw masculine nature, screaming at the top of our lungs, breaking down with each other, whatever needs to happen, getting the support that we need as men. Uh, it's a really powerful experience. So I hope to see more of you men out there. If you're interested and you want to sign up or get more information about the event, head over to rise.jediazuma.com slash elements. Everything you need to know is right there. So this episode is going to be all about what I have learned in 50 conversations with men. So one of the things we're going to talk about today is my biggest reflections, my five biggest reflections from over 50 conversations with men this past year. Everything from the difference between masculinity and being a man to how we choose our own way in the world and why having a circle of brothers is so important. Also, I'm going to spend some time with a uh, three-step process for growth and discovery that was uh, bestowed upon me by one of the men in my life that has to do with celebrations, acknowledgments, reflecting on what was learned, and focusing up on what's next. So, without further ado, episode number 50 with yours truly, Jedi Azuma. Oh, all right. Well, it has been quite a year. It has really been quite a year for me, personally, professionally, on a family level. Every area of my life has grown and expanded and evolved and shifted over the past year. And it's pretty typical. I think a, a year is a good amount of time to notice some significant change, some significant shifts. But this year is different. This year is different because I had a very personal, very, very powerful journey 
that I've been on in crafting and honing and, and launching and developing this podcast and this message. This really, it's, it's a rising man message that it's, that it's evolved into after 50 episodes. And so, man, I'm just so grateful that I've had so many opportunities to speak openly, transparently with men from all different types of backgrounds, different professions, different careers, different belief systems, and reducing all of what was listened, all of what was received down to some simple, basic precepts that can help guide each of us as men. I know that I myself have grown so much from having each of these conversations and being front and center with some really powerful and impactful men in the, in the past year. So I, w- I thought it would be a great opportunity to get behind the mic again and to reflect on some of the biggest takeaways I've had from these conversations, some of the highlights, some of the things that really stood out to me, some of the through lines and common themes that started to show up. So let's jump right in. The first biggest reflection for me in these conversations I've been having with men over the past year is the distinction between masculinity and being a man. And this is something, admittedly, I was blind to heading into the beginning of Rising Man. As you guys know, from early on in the show, I was asking the question, what does it mean to be a man? Or what is the difference between a boy and a man? I, I, I used both of those questions early on in the podcast. And the podcast is called the Rising Man Podcast. So naturally, we ask questions about what it means to be a man. What is the journey and the process of a man? And at some point, I realized that there's actually a really important distinction between being a man and being masculine. And that oftentimes in our culture, and our society, we blend those two together. And this is a very common dialogue I see happening in our society, that there are a lot of men out there, but not a lot of men who are living from their masculine power. And some men are living from a pseudo masculine power or a sort of a false machismo bravado sense of the masculine that's not really genuine or authentic. And it was really educational for me to hear all of the different men come onto this podcast and share their perspectives and their definition of a man and also their definition of masculinity and what it means to be masculine. And I would say this, my biggest takeaway from this dialogue is that there's very different definition for what it means to be a man. And if we include masculinity in what it means to be a man, then that may be one person's definition of it. There's many men out there who are not very expressed in their masculine power who would still consider themselves to be men. And uh, there's no reason that they shouldn't be considered to be men, especially if they identify as a man. Because really, when it comes down to it, man, male, boy, all, all of these definers that we use are actually terms that describe someone's sex. And even the conversation of gender is, is shifting so dynamically in our culture and our society. So the takeaway for me here is that it's really important to be deliberate in the words we use in the way that we describe ourselves, and also the way that we define ourselves as men. So in the spirit of a rising man, I think that every rising man has the responsibility to define and declare who he is as a man, starting with declaring his own values, his king codes, his ways of being in life, his belief system, his precepts that define how he shows up as a man in this world. Masculinity may be one of them, and I believe that masculinity and the power, the masculine power, is such a beautiful and sacred 
power that more of us men can tap into, can lean into. And I've really enjoyed hearing the different definitions of masculinity from a, a wide array of men, men that I respect, men that I trust, men that I listen to and whose opinions that I value. Because if you guys are out there in the world and you're, and you're listening right now, there's a lot of conversation about masculinity. A lot of people are talking about the divine masculine, the toxic masculine, masculinity, period. And I've always been the type of guy who really thrives in a masculine environment where we get dirty, where we get simple, where we get raw, rugged, and real fast. And I've learned in my, gosh, going on seven years of sitting in men's circles here, that not every man, and I say man specifically, is can relate to that masculine space. Not every man is ready for it. Although I have also found that a lot of men who don't connect to their masculine power when given the opportunity to, <laughs> when given the right set of circumstances and uh, events or activities to tap into their masculine power, woo, it's, it's powerful. It's incredible. It's incredible to see a man rediscover his masculinity. And that's why I love taking men out into the wilderness so much, because where else can we really experience and tap into that raw, rugged masculine power that we all have, that we're all capable of tapping into, should we choose it? So... So much more to be learned and discovered about this conversation of masculinity being a man. But all in all, the take-home point for me is every man gets to decide who he is, who is the man that he wants to be in this world, and then back it up with action. Back the words with the actions. Because to me, regardless of what type of man you are, I think that fits into every definition of a man, is walking your talk, period. All right. So number two, my biggest reflections from these 50 conversations I've had with men. This is one that came up pretty repeatedly in the first, I want to say, 10 to 15 episodes. And I even pointed it out every time it kept happening. The importance of personal accountability and taking ownership, radical ownership for everything in our lives. This was something that was highlighted when I asked the question, what is the difference between a boy and a man? And a lot of the men who came on the Rising Man podcast said that, well, a man takes responsibility for everything in his life, including the things that he does not believe are his fault. Because a man recognizes that at the end of the day, he's responsible for everything in his life. Whereas a boy looks to pass blame onto everything else in his world because he's not yet capable, he's not yet mature enough, he's not yet strong or clear enough to accept responsibility for everything in his life. And I thought that this was such a great and simple distinction, something, a tool that we could really use, a measure we can use to delineate between boyhood and manhood. In a society where we don't have traditional rites of passage, we don't have traditional events or moments that mark the passage from boyhood into manhood, to have a tool, to have a relatively, I guess it's subjective, but in, in a lot of ways, you know, ob objective me metric for determining if, if, if someone is showing up as a boy or as a man. Do you take ownership for everything in your life? Do you accept responsibility for the things in your life that you even feel like are not exactly your fault? What a simple, simple, simple tool. And so... I wanted to make sure I highlighted this one because after hearing it 10, 15, 20 times on the podcast, I said, wow, okay, there must be some truth to that. 
there must be some power in that. And I know that's a belief that I've always had is how important radical accountability is, but to hear it from men from different walks of life, from different backgrounds, in different contexts, I recognize the importance of it. So highlighting that one for you guys, if you're looking for a metric from boyhood to manhood, a man will always take ownership and responsibility for everything in his life. Everything that occurs in his life is of his creation, whether consciously or unconsciously, we call it in, we attract it and we create it. So that's number two for you guys. Number three, biggest reflections of the year from having these 50 conversations with men on the podcast. Number three is choosing our own way in the world, the importance of choosing and declaring our own way in the world. And this is another way for us to step across that threshold from boyhood to manhood. I believe that a boy is still looking for someone to tell him what to do, to steer him in his life, to show him the way. A boy may be willing to walk the steps on the path, but is looking for someone to illuminate it for him. And this is an important part of the process. An important part of the journey is having mentors and teachers and guides along the way. However, I think that we really cross into the stage of manhood when we take ownership of our own way in this world, when we choose who we be. A lot of things come up in this conversation, a lot of permission and looking for somebody to grant us the permission to be a certain way in the world. Oftentimes this comes from our parents. For those of us who are raised by our parents, whether it's a single parent or both our parents, a lot of us look for the approval of our parents, whether it's a career or a relationship or where we live, how we live, the choices we make. A lot of us are still looking for that approval from our parents. And if it's not our parents, sometimes it's coaches, sometimes it's older siblings, sometimes it's an aunt, an uncle, a grandfather, grandmother, someone who we give authority away to. And so another important part of the modern rite of passage is reclaiming sovereignty, reclaiming authority over our own lives. And even within the word authority is the base word author, reclaiming our ability to author our lives, to write the story of our lives the way that we want it to be written and not looking for someone else to do the writing for us. One of my dear brothers, I've mentioned him a lot on this podcast because we work so closely together and I really look up to him. I believe it was episode 10 when I interviewed Preston Smiles. <laughs> but one of the things that sticks out in my mind, he's got so many good one-liners, but one of the ones he says is that in order to have something you've never had, you have to be willing to do something you've never done before. In order to have something you've never had, you have to be willing to do something you've never done. And to me, that really embodies the essence of this choosing our own way in the world. In order to have the life that you want, that you've never had before, a life of sovereignty, a life that you script, that you author for yourself without the approval or permission of anyone but you, you're going to have to do something you've never done before. And a lot of times that first step is saying F you to everything that gets in your way, that stands in your way of your truth, of your intuitive wisdom, your soul, that spirit inside of you that speaks, that wants to be heard and wants to be honored with action in your life. It's so important. It's so important, so critical for us as men, especially to choose, to identify that way first and then to choose it, to choose it every single day of our lives because your mission and your purpose in your life is going to be the most important thing that you'll ever do. More important than your family, 
more important than taking care of your house or your mortgage or your bills. The most important thing you do is fulfill your mission in this life. And so whatever it takes to do that, to make that mission complete by the time that you check out of this life, that's what we got to do. That's what we got to do as men. So choosing our way in the world, so important. And I still see how so many of us are not doing it. We're not really choosing that. We're not really giving ourselves full permission to. And so just another opportunity to lean into the work, to dig deeper. That actually is a great segue into number four. (laughs) So my fourth biggest reflection from this year has been the, why it's so important for every man to have a circle of brothers. You know, one of the things that we, we say is that uh, men are really good at believing our own bullshit. We have a we have a unique quality for believing the stories we tell ourselves. Uh, sometimes that ha- that means that you know we we come up with a story for not going to the gym. We come up with a story for not walking away from the job that's sucking our soul and pursuing something we really want. We have a story for not leaving a relationship that's toxic. That's not something we really want. That doesn't really light us up. Whatever it is, we have an amazing ability to believe our bullshit stories, and those bullshit stories don't go away until they get called forward, until they get exposed, until we recognize that that's a story that's not serving us. It's a story that's being backed by actions, reinforced by actions that don't serve us, don't serve our growth, don't serve our mission, don't serve our purpose in this world. And if I've learned one thing in all of the men's circles that I've sat in, in all of the men's work, all the conversations and dialogues and workshop weekends that I've attended, there's one thing I've learned about men is that there is no easier, simpler way to get to the truth than to present yourself genuinely in front of other men in a circle where you can be seen, where men can look you in the eyes and you can look in the eyes of other men and they can tell you, dude, you are full of shit. This is a complete shit show right now. Everything that you're telling yourself is bullshit and it sounds like it's coming from a place of fear. What are you afraid of? A circle of men who can ask you deep questions and and, and inspire you and encourage you to come to your own discovery. That's when it gets really powerful. That's when the truth really comes forward. When we can present ourselves and and, and be more committed to growth and discovery than looking good. (laughs) Because uh, ironically, we look the best when we own our, our bullshit and our breakdowns. And so I think it's imperative for every man to have a circle of brothers. And this is why I say yes to every opportunity I can to sit with circles of men, to to gather up with men on a weekend and do a hike or to head out into the wilderness for three days and three nights with men or to fast on top of a mountain with a circle of men because I know that for me, I'm gonna have an opportunity to be seen and to have a light shined on my blind spots from other men and that I'll have the opportunity to do the same for other men. And there's a really sacred space that's created when confidentiality is, is established and when men are committed to bearing their soul in front of each other, perhaps for the first time in their lives, because out in the world it doesn't really always feel safe for us as men to do that. I know. I know it because I'm a, man, I'm a man and I've been in this world for a long time now, 31 years on this planet. I know that my truth is not always well received by people. And the safest places in the world that I've ever experienced have been in a circle of brothers, a circle of men who really see me for who I am. And I know that there's men listening to this right now who may not have that circle. 
I know that there are men out there who are listening to this right now who don't have that safe space, who don't have that space to share your truth, to bear your soul, to be seen, to be celebrated, to be challenged, to be called forward, to be called up into your greatness. That's why the Rising Man is here. That's why I created the Rising Man movement. That's why I'm a part of the Conscious Man Brotherhood. That's why I coach and lead men in Man Cave and on Elements and Compass and all these different opportunities because I know that the mission for me won't be complete until every man has a circle of brothers. That's the mission, actually. And in this moment, I've never had such clarity around it, but right now, that's really the mission, is for every man to have a circle of brothers where he can bear his soul. No mask, no bullshit, just truth. Just raw truth. That's the mission. And so that was reinforced more than anything this past year, talking to men. Virtually every man that I interviewed on this show has a circle of men. They don't all function the same. They don't all operate under the same guidelines or principles or agreements or standards. But every man has one. Every man has a circle of men in his life that call him forward into his greatness. And if you're looking for where success leaves clues, that's a good place to start. Find yourself a circle of men. And if you don't have one, reach out to me because if you guys have been listening, I've been traveling the world a little bit. (laughs) Fortunately, one thing I'm grateful for this year is that this podcast and creating content and creating communities virtually has afforded me relationships with people all over the world, all over multiple continents, this entire planet is covered. So if you are in need of a circle of men and you're looking for a circle, let me know. And if not, call two men in your life who you trust, sit around a fire, share the one thing that you're still afraid to share with everyone else in your life. Just put it out there and see what happens. It's magic. It's amazing what happens when one man goes deep, it invites everyone else to go deep too. So Every man out there needs a circle of brothers. That is the new target for this mission. (laughs) Okay. All right. And let's, let's go to the last reflection. The fifth reflection from the first 50 conversations I've had with men this year is it's actually a combination of things. It's number one, what's possible for men, what's possible for the masculine movement, for men specifically to rediscover our masculine power, our masculine edge, and to apply that power into our everyday lives. And what's also possible for this next generation of leaders, I think about my son, my three-year-old son, and my handful of nephews that I have who are being raised by great men, men that I respect, men that I love. And young boys, young men, who I treat as my little brothers, as my sons in some respects. There is a world of possibility for these young folks that begins with us doing the work right now. For those of us men who have experienced our traumas, who have accumulated our own limiting beliefs, our stories, our experiences, our life experiences that have shaped the way that we see the world and what we believe that we're capable of as men and who we're supposed to be as men, versus who we really are. I believe that if we really embody the wisdom that is being channeled forth, that's coming forward in this new generation of masculinity, this new generation of men stepping forward, saying yes, supporting each other, showing up as the providers, as the protectors that our women have been asking for, then the world is going to change. And I really believe that. 
Because when you reflect upon the leadership that we have, not just in our country and really, really worldwide, but all the way down to community levels, we are desperate for men who know who they are, who know what their purpose and their mission is on this planet, who can love deeply, and who can stand confidently and courageously in their truth. It's as simple as that. Yet, we don't have a generation of men who are capable of doing that yet. We have a generation of men who are figuring out what that is, who are rediscovering what it means to be men in this world, to be tapped into our masculine power, that sacred masculine energy that is focused, that is driven, that is committed, that is courageous, that will step forward into the fire for the sake of his people. That's what's possible. When we have a generation of men who live life this way, who live life according to mission, according to purpose, according to rites of passage, who initiate others after crossing the threshold themselves, who don't always look for their own singular benefit, but look out for all the other men around them, a brotherhood, a real sacred, genuine brotherhood. That is a magical thing. And tagging right along with what I said the mission is for every man to have a circle of brothers, when every man has that level of support, he becomes unstoppable because no longer will he marinate in his bullshit stories. No longer will he be able to play small in his life. No longer will he be able to back out of his commitments, fail and quit on his commitments because a circle, a team, a band of brothers calls a man forward into his greatness. And when we have an entire generation of men who are living their lives that way, whew, man, the whole world is going to change. And don't tell me that it won't, because to me, that's the only possible outcome when we have men playing on that level. So some big reflections from these conversations I've had with men. And now more than ever, it's clear to me that this is something that really matters because you see men saying yes to more opportunities to be in relationship with men. Men are hungry for it. We're thirsty for it. We're dying for genuine connection with other men to know that we're not alone, to remember that we're not alone and that we're not unique, that the experiences that we're having in our lives are the same experiences that other men all over the world are having with slightly different details to the story. If you take the same plot sequence that one man is going through and just shuffle up the details and the characters a little bit, you will find relationship between almost every single man on this planet because we're all going through the same things. And if we remember that we're all in this together, then the sky's the limit. Not even the sky's the limit. Everything is possible for us. And so let me just say this last part before I shift into the closing part of this episode is that now is the time for each of us to reflect on how we're showing up as men. I'm speaking to myself. I'm speaking to each one of you men who are listening. Now is the time to really take an inventory of how are you being in your life? How are you honoring the relationships that you have? Are you in good relationship with the people in your life? Are there areas of your life that are not settled, that are not clear, that are not focused around your mission and your purpose? Have you not gotten clear on your mission and purpose in this life yet? Because if you haven't, that's okay. Let it, let it be so and take ownership that you're not clear on that yet, but move forward, move towards it. As long as you're moving towards that sacred flame that burns inside of your chest, then you'll be unstoppable. You'll be unstoppable. And we need more men who are unstoppable, who are grounded in purpose, 
who are grounded in community, who are grounded in love and family and mission. So the last thing that I want to do as part of this episode is to introduce actually a three-step process for growth and discovery that I've received from a man in my life, a man by the name of John Somerville. He's been on the show before and I've mentioned him a few times. He shared this with me as part of uh, one of our circles. We were, we were reflecting on, 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 a, on a lesson that, that I had in my life. And he said, okay, well, the first step for growth and discovery is celebration and acknowledgement. To celebrate and acknowledge ourselves because how often do we forget to do that? How often do we skip right to the lesson, right to the learning, right to the, what could I have done better? We jump right over celebration and acknowledgement. So, uh, so I choose to put that first. So here's a quick celebration and acknowledgement for myself because f- to be committed and to choose this podcast every day for the past year has really taken a lot. It's taken a lot for me to do that. It's taken a lot for me to, to figure out how to do a podcast in the first place, to enroll people to come on the show and have a conversation with me, to produce content every single week and make sure that it was out at the time that I promised it would be, to continue to deepen into this message and to, to create community and to enroll my Rising Man team to help me out has taken a lot of me. And it's, uh, I've really grown this year. Personally, I've really grown a lot. I've gotten a lot better at asking for help. I've gotten a lot better at pushing my boundaries and my edges of growth and challenging myself to do things that are uncomfortable that sometimes I don't want to do. And so I'm just going to take a moment to really celebrate me. Celebrate me for persevering because I've heard from men who send me messages, who send me voice memos, who speak to me in person and tell me how much the Rising Man podcast has influenced them. Sometimes it's one episode. Sometimes it's one statement that a man on this show has made that has created and influenced, uh, created a shift in a man and really influenced him to re-examine himself and and parts of his life. So I'm going to give myself a pat on the back for everything that I've done this year to keep the podcast moving forward and to create greater and bigger opportunities for what this can become. Naturally, I wouldn't have been able to do it all by myself. And so quick acknowledgments for the men who have supported me. There have been too many men on this who have been interviewed on this show to mention, but every single one of the men who has come on this show and really shared their wisdom, their truth, their story, their their um, vulnerability, it's been really impactful. And I, I bow and am grateful to every one of you men who has given your time freely to contribute to this message. One of the first big supporters of the Rising Man podcast has been a uh, man by the name of Sean Offenbach. And you guys have heard me talk about Sean on every episode. Uh, I always mention him, give him a shout out at the end and let you guys know where to follow him on Instagram. But really, Sean has also grown as a man. And I know he's going to be listening to this. So Sean, this is for you, man. I've seen you grow this year, brother. I've seen you grow and have some difficult conversations with me at times to push me forward and to be pushed by me. And I really want to acknowledge you for always showing up in in curiosity and willingness to grow, willingness to learn. And when when we're doing that together, you and me in this partnership, when we're both committed to learning, we we grow, we move forward. It's, it's when we 
when we don't want to learn, when we don't want to see something that's uncomfortable or recognize and, and own a truth about ourselves that doesn't feel so good, that we stagnate our growth. And so, Sean, I just want to acknowledge you, man, for everything you've done this year to make this podcast possible, to make it sound as amazing and professional as it does, and also to grow with me in this process, bro. It's really been a pleasure and an honor to walk by your side. So thank you. As you guys know, I, I also have an incredible team of interns who have supported me and had my back. And um, I'll start off with uh, a young man by the name of Rowan Tyne, who has been just karate chopping, ninjaing the social media aspect of the Rising Man podcast, it really propelled it to whole new levels that I didn't even know were possible. And again, another young man who's really committed to learning, committed to growth, discovery, and one of my favorite moments this year was <laughs> when when Rowan called me forward. Yeah, there was something I was I was slipping on my on some of my commitments when I was traveling, and he did it in such a disarming way. But to be in his position and to call me forward, you know, technically I, I guess you could say I'm his his boss, even though I don't think of myself that way. But the one who's running the show called me forward, and that's a power move for for a man, and I really respected that. So. Uh, beyond that, Rowan, everything that you've done to make this possible, man, I really appreciate that. I'm grateful for you. Julian, Julian Subic, a man who I just recently got to meet in person, a man who I've had a relationship this past year, but it's been completely virtual, a man with a really big heart. Julian, I know you're listening to this, man. I'm really grateful for the way that you have shown up and been nothing but supportive of everything that I imagined and dreamed of for The Rising Man and also brought in so many of your own beliefs thoughts, ideas, creativity to this to this project, to this process. It's been invaluable, man. And it's been such an honor to have you along for the ride. Uh, you're, you're one of the guys who always reminds me that, hey, man, you tell me all the time how much you believe in what we're doing here. When I say, oh, man, I really, I really wish I could support you guys more. And you're like, no, man, I'm happy to be on board. So thank you, Julian, for everything that you've done, man. It's really great to be able to meet you in person and, and have you sit with me in one of my men's circles recently. Uh, I look forward to all the bigger and better and badder things that are coming up this year, man, for us. And last but certainly not least, my main man, Mark Rose, the first man who said yes to supporting and backing the Rising Man podcast. Mark, really, man, I, I just I just appreciate you. I appreciate how you show up in this world. I'm actually really inspired by the journey you've been on this past year. Uh, talk about a man on an, in an, on an adventure and diving into the unknown. And I know you're in some unknown and uncertainty right now, man. And I just want to say, keep keep charging forward. Keep doing it, man. You're, you're doing you. You're walking your path. You're really choosing your way in this world. And so I celebrate you and, and acknowledge you, man. And um, man, so many other men, just you know, shout out to my men's team, who I believe is responsible for 90% of what I know about men and what I've picked up on that, that is valuable for men in the world that helps me in my coaching, helps me in my facilitation, in my um, interviews here with the Rising Man podcast. So grateful for each one of you men and all the rest of the brothers in my life. I've, I've learned something from every man who comes into my life, whether they're younger, older, um, whether we have the same beliefs or very different beliefs. It's all, it's all really powerful to experience that, to have, to have learned from each one of you men in my life. So thank you to each one of you. A special thank you to my son, Sitka who, I don't know, maybe someday he'll listen to this in the future. He probably won't be able to appreciate it for another 12 or 13 years. But to you, my son, you give me inspiration every single day. You challenge me without knowing it to be a better and better man in everything that I do. And I'm grateful for you. So thank you. And, and know that everything that I do with men 
encouraging men, inspiring men, leading men is, is for you. It's for you and for your, your cousins and for all of your, all the little ones that are coming up in the world right by your side. So I love you, Sitka. And my wife, Carrie, of course, I don't know if, when she'll be listening to this episode, but I certainly would not have been able to record all of these late night interviews or Monday morning meditations or intros to episodes investing a lot of my own money into this so that we can make it happen. Uh, Honey, I really just appreciate you believing in my mission and supporting my process and supporting my uh, passion. really means a lot. Uh, And every man deserves to have a woman like you behind him and by his side in this life. And I'm grateful that I found you. So I love you, honey. All right. So celebrations and acknowledgments, one of my favorite parts of this three-step process, but zooming into the second is what did you learn? You know, personal discoveries from the podcasting process has really been about how much growth can happen just by choosing the same thing day in and day out. So having chosen and committed to doing this podcast for at least a year, I I declared in the beginning, it was one of the recommendations from people who've been doing podcasting for a while was make a clear commitment for how long you're willing to do it. And then you can recommit whenever you want, but make a clear commitment. And I committed to doing this impeccably for a year. And even just honoring that commitment alone has helped me grow so much. Because like I said, many times there have been days where I just didn't have it in me to to jump on the mic at 11 o'clock at night to record an intro for an episode. Or um, you know, sending out the email to someone who I was intimidated to ask and to be a guest on the show. It's just challenged me to stay in my body of growth and discovery every single day of my life for the past year. And there's been so many other miniature lessons along the way that have contributed to the overall growth. And the biggest one has just been taking one step forward every single day by laying one brick down to build the foundation of this castle one day at a time. And then seeing how the castle has taken shape over the course of a year, it's really powerful to see that. So it's been a lesson in discipline and commitment for me this past year. I I invite anybody out there who, whether it's a podcast or a YouTube show or just posting on your social media in general, whatever it is you're going to do, commit to it. Commit to it for a period of time and just trust that the lessons are going to come through in the way that they need to. I've also learned that there are a lot of people out there that want to support you, want to support me in my mission. And I also know from what I've witnessed over the past year that there's a lot of support out there that... I'm still not tapping into. And I believe this is something that's true for virtually everybody. There is so many resources and so much support out there. So many people that want to help you complete your mission. You just have to seek it. You just have to be courageous enough to pursue it, to ask for it and to receive it. It's a really courageous movement, a really courageous move to ask for support and to receive it on the other side. Some, some lessons I've learned along the way and many more, many more to come. I'm sure. And always my favorite part, what's next? So just to review this three-step process for growth and discovery, first step is celebration and acknowledgement. Second step is what did you learn? So taking an opportunity to review what did you learn? Positive, negative, constructive, destructive, effective, ineffective. What did you learn in the process? And lastly, what's next? So looking forward, now that we've acknowledged what we've done, reflected on what information is going to help us in the future, and then looking forward to what's next. So in 2019, be on the lookout for the Rising Man podcast to land in front of more people's faces. I realized one of the things that I didn't do as effectively as I could this year is make more men out there aware 
of the Rising Man podcast, aware of this body of information, of resources, of community to support men all over the world, becoming the men that they want to be and uh, supporting men in rising up into their greatest power. So be on the lookout for the rising man to be all over the place this year. We're going to expand the interviews into different, all different types of topics that affect manhood and masculinity. I'm starting to shuffle up the deck a little bit and getting some different energies and different perspectives and belief systems on this show so we can really appreciate a diverse perspective of what it means to be a man in this world. There's also a lot of exciting events, opportunities to uh, get together in person because I really believe that it's one thing to connect via a podcast or a YouTube channel or even a Facebook group. And it's not as powerful. It's never as powerful as being face-to-face. So be on the lookout for more opportunities like Elements, like Compass, which is going to be a 12-week program that includes a four-day vision fast in the middle of it with a circle team of men. Amazing. Uh, you're gonna, you guys are going to be hearing a lot more about that in the next few weeks. So Elements Compass, I'm also bringing out a special guest all the way from Australia in the spring to teach a really powerful workshop that I'm, I'm not going to tell you guys too much about now because it's still in the works, but it's going to be really amazing work that we're going to be doing here in the springtime, hopefully for hopefully in many places all over the world, because I think it's really powerful work that he's doing. So be on the lookout for that. Also, there's going to be more partnerships emerging. A lot of circles of, of men that I've known um, beginning to overlap and come together because we recognize that this is a battle that we're all in together to, uh, to elevate as men in our lives, to rise up as men into our power, into serving our communities and our families and our loved ones. So the first opportunity for you guys to support the Rising Man podcast is to sign up with us at Patreon. My man Rowan has been working hard setting up our Patreon page. What it is, is it's the ability to sign up for a monthly contribution that helps fund the overhead for making the podcast run. So there are a lot of behind the scenes costs that are required to make this podcast run, including publishing fees, website fees, editing, recording fees, all of these different costs that add up. One way that you can help to support me and to support our team to expand and to be able to do more is to sign up for a monthly contribution through our Patreon account. We'll make sure we put the link up here in the show notes and make sure you guys are more aware of that because it's really going to help us expand what we're capable of doing. And there's going to be some really cool rewards, prizes, gifts that go along with you guys making those contributions. So we'll take care of you right back. But helping us and supporting us with the Patreon is one way. Another exciting announcement I'm pleased to uh, share with you guys is a partnership with the Conscious Man Brotherhood. So you guys have heard me talk about Man Cave, Conscious Man Brotherhood from time to time. I know you guys have heard me mention Preston Smiles before. Uh, He and I have been working very closely for the past year and a half. And myself and Preston, as well as nine other men, are founding fathers of the Conscious Man Brotherhood. And for those of you who are not already aware of this, there's a free Facebook group called The Pack, which is associated with the Conscious Man Brotherhood. There have been some pack meetup events. Uh, this is also the organization that shelters Man Cave and a lot of other amazing men's work that's going to be coming up in the near future. We just had a conversation about bringing the Rising Man podcast into the fold. And so we're going to be working together 
arm in arm with this thing. So promoting the podcast through the Conscious Man Brotherhood, making men aware of all the resources available to you. So um, pleased to announce that. It feels really good to be um, uniting arms with my brothers and, and putting the same battle that we all have in front of us and charging forward together. So be on the lookout for more of that to come in the new year. And last but not least, I just want to say thank you again to everybody who's been tuning in, who's been supporting this movement, this momentum that I've been building with the Rising Man podcast. Man, 50 episodes in, it's it still kind of baffles me a little bit. And thinking about with that first episode that I recorded, the first five episodes I recorded, and even even looking at how my interview skills have improved and my ability to speak behind a mic naturally and fluidly has improved. And gosh, just so many lessons to take away. But I'm going to cut it off there. I'm going to leave you guys with one more reminder for those of you who want to step out into the wilderness with myself and a circle of men for three days and three nights in January, from January 18th to the 20th. Head over to rise.jediazuma.com slash elements to sign up for a conversation with me today. The spots are starting to fill up and I'm really excited about this crew that's starting to come together. So be sure to sign up, reserve your seat, make a way out of no way to get there because tapping into your masculine power is going to change everything in your life. So for links to the show notes and other resources, head over to therisingmanpodcast.com. Please subscribe and follow us on the podcast app of your choice, leaving a review or comments about what you took away from this episode, what you love about the Rising Man podcast, what we could be doing better. Um, you can either do that on the app that you are listening to this to, or you can head over to therisingmanpodcast.com and leave comments below each episode. Check us out on Instagram at Rising Man Podcast. My man Rowan is twerking the Instagram over there, making it look so good. I already shouted out my Rising Man power team, but once again, shout outs to Sean Offenbach over at Infinite Melodics at Infinite M-E-L-O-D-I-X. My man Rowan at Rowan Tyne, R-O-W-A-N-T-Y-N-E on Instagram. Julian, Mark, and the rest of the squad, appreciate you guys so, so much. And every one of you guys out there, every single one of you who's been listening to my voice this whole time, and all of you who are just jumping on board, I appreciate you so, so much. Until next time, rise up and claim your destiny.